Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, ostensibly, it's a battle between two insurance companies and the owners of two houses in Haringey in North London. There's a problem with subsidence and the companies have opted to blame a nearby tree. But Marcus Carambola thinks not. And for the past 60 days, he's been living in that tree. Marcus, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you doing? Uh, now, I know that, that there's a wider ramification to your protest, but could you just tell us about precisely what's happening on this street in Haringey and why does the council want to chop down this tree? Of course. Um, it's a 120-year-old London plane tree uh, on a residential road, which uh, is healthy and mature and beautiful and growing very well. But the council wants to chop the tree down which is why we are occupying the tree. The reason for that is that um, the insurance company Alliance has claimed uh, that the tree is responsible for cracks in the neighboring building, subsidence issues, and that is a common thing to happen nowadays, unfortunately, with trees that the insurance company found a way to save costs by passing the bill on to local councils. And even though the, those councils are already very tight for cash with austerity and everything, they are now left with the cost to pay for the repair of these buildings. And so um, they're under a lot of pressure to these trees, which is, which is why we're there to say we've, we've got to change the council's ways. And most of all, we've got to change the insurer's ways to, to pressure councils into felling mature, healthy trees. And the cost to the insurers would be about £400,000 uh, to fix that subsidence. Um, yeah, well, that figure is very questionable. Um, we, we, we still haven't received any proof where that number comes from. Uh, we know that subsidence isn't super cheap, but it shouldn't cost that much. And um, so, so we have been questioning that and not getting any information from the council or the insurers themselves, which is, which is one of the issues that we're contesting in this case. Is there much evidence that the tree is responsible for this subsidence even? Well, that's actually the funny thing because um, there, there are two buildings involved, two houses, and Allianz, the insurance company that is pressuring the council at the moment, um, have not got any evidence that, they're, they're, um, that the people living in, in that, that particular house uh, is that particular building is affected by um, the tree at all. So, so it's a, a lot of sort of pressure with, with legal case, cases and, um, yeah, and legal fees for the council, which is why they quickly come to the conclusion to chop trees down, which is the change. As I understand it, there are many other protests similar to yours taking place uh, all around Britain. Yes, that's correct. In fact, there was a, a, a protest in Peterborough just a few days ago where, uh, due to the same issue, a 600-year-old uh, oak tree was felled um, because, because of the, the, the council you know, being held liable for costs, for subsidence, for cracks in the buildings nearby. And this, this wonderful, ancient, healthy tree was felled just a few days ago. That's a shame. Uh, the, the practicalities of living in a tree for 60 days... Uh, um, does that take much working out in advance? <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, the, the good thing with this particular tree is that um, it's on a public pavement, which is, which is why the council are responsible for it. So 
um, we've been able to to take turns, so to speak. I I tend to spend most of the nights in in the hammock up in the tree myself, but um, during the day there are people sitting under the tree or climbing the tree to take shifts, so that we're around, uh, at the tree around the clock. And as a community, as a big group of people, that's of course much easier than one person or a small group of people. Um, but sometimes um, in other in, uh, in other cases, it, that's not possible. Last year, for example. I, I had to stay in a tree 11 days uh, without coming down from the tree once um, with, with a couple of friends where we protected a tree from um, uh, a, a different, slightly different aspect, a <laughs> big mature tree to be, to be felled for a luxury uh, flat development in, in Wandsworth in South London. So, um, yeah, sometimes it's quite difficult to, um, to, to organize and to prepare for, for mm. such tree occupation. So uh, what do you have up there in the tree with you? Well, um, to be comfortable, a hammock is a really easy to put up um, way to, to spend the night. Uh, of course, we, we are considering to build a tree house as well, um, which, is, which is, you know, stable ground and, and more easy um, to, to move around on, but it's also more work to set up and, and less easy to remove. Either way, we're not damaging the tree. Um, so in addition to the hammock, I've got a yoga mat in the hammock so that I'm warm from underneath and a sleeping bag, uh, you know, a bit of food and water uh, in case they they do come with the chainsaws and like a security team to keep people away from the tree. I want to be able to stay in the tree as long as um, I can and um, yeah, p- potentially even have several people in the tree. So, so we've got a, a fair few things prepared for that. Yeah. How do you go to the toilet, Marcus? <laughs> yeah, classic question. Um, it, it's worth practicing on the ground first and then in a tree. Um, it's not easy, but um, it can be done. As I said, with this particular tree, we can just come down um, and take shifts. Mm. So, so that's fine. But um, if you have to stay in a tree without being able to come down, it's, it's quite tricky, but it can, it can be done. <laughs> okay. All right. But I, 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 you're putting things into containers and passing them down. Would that be the gist of how that works? Exactly. Right, okay. Uh, some of your comrades, though, have to accept that. That's, uh, that's real dedication, <laughs> uh, it must be said. Is there a- any sign of movement on this, Marcus? I mean, might you be doing this this time next year? Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, it's been going on for a long time, and, and in a way that, that means we are successful. The, the tree campaign in Peterborough <clears throat> uh, escalated much quicker. The council didn't... Um, yeah, they, they, they were um, under a lot of pressure from the insurers and, and they just went to the felling straight away. However, we were, we've been in the tree now, as you say, for 60 days already. And um, yeah, the, the, it, it is working right now today, actually, um, as, I'm, as I'm speaking to you. I'm in central London uh, with, with a bunch of people in, in the team, in the group uh, of, of residents and people caring about this issue. And we're addressing Allianz Insurance Company directly. We've gone to their headquarters to say, look, you, you're painting yourself as a green insurance company. It's all about green hearts on their website and, and talking about sustainability left, right, and center. But in reality, the amount of money invested in uh, sustainable issues is peanuts in comparison to what they really make for profit. And, and certainly they are pressuring, as I said, more and more councils to chop down trees. So that's the opposite of of uh, being green and, and it's all just green wash. So, so by, by going to the headquarters and pressurizing the, the insurers directly and having lots of conversations with the 
council councillors themselves, the tree officers have come to the tree. We have written lots of emails and, and letters, and we've got, of course, more and more media coverage, which all helps to to, get, to raise the profile and more and more people are getting involved. So I think it's it's looking okay for us at the moment, but you never know, mm. you know, when when they might turn up with the chainsaw. So we've got to be vigilant. Uh, it's, I, I imagine it's a big sacrifice on your part. I understand you're a music teacher. How, how do you squeeze that in in between all of this? Yeah, exactly. It's not the easiest thing to to manage, but I I, I real I feel a real dedication to this particular tree and and to, to trees in general. So so right now for me it works in the way that. Um, in between teaching and other um, work I do, I I do you know the the campaigning work on on social media and on the computer and and you know liaising with everyone else while they are doing shifts at the tree during the day and then when I'm done with all my work in the, in the evenings I I cycle back over and um, and go up the tree to spend the night there so uh, it, it works I I can keep doing my work and and be very active with the campaign. Okay, or people could come to the tree, then you'd be, you know, working from home, uh, so to speak, in a sense anyway. Uh, Marcus Carambola, thank you so much for speaking with us today. Thank you so much for having us. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.